When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Chrissy Chaos. Today, I have my guest is probably, I would say, my first friend in comedy. Um, he is uh, hilarious. He's got a big, fat butt like me. Um, he's, got, uh, he's got a little baby like me. Um, he's got... Um, what else does he have? HPV. He's got HPV like me. Uh, he's white like me. He's got salt and pepper hair. Mm -hmm. His name's Mike Cannon, everybody. What's going on? Mike Hello. Cannon, who... Um, in who, the basement. In, dude, the first pod that we've done from the basement, the chaos couch is back. We got this is the chaos couch. It's back. We've noticed the cum stain on it. That, so we haven't sat on this since uh -huh. we moved in. So one of the movers came on the couch. Oh my so God. what can you do? It happens. <laughs> now, does the basement smell like a wet dog? No, I did think you got cats, though, because there is a litter smell. There's a litter smell. Yeah. That's what Vinny is saying. She's like, I want to, like, I don't know what to do about the basement. She's like, because we have candles everywhere. Mm -hmm. They had, it's like. Maybe that's it, though. Maybe it's like a Yankee candle smell and not like a, not a. Yeah, because thing. it does smell because the previous owners, they, they, the dog, the only place the dog was allowed was in the basement. So, you know. I love that the dog's basement is nicer than most of my apartments. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. This basement is, I mean, this is a really gorgeous basement. It's got good floors. Delilah has already peed on the floor in the bathroom down here. Oh, nice. um, so, yeah. So, Delilah, our dog, what, what do we got? Some people describe it as it. Okay, the, that unpleasant musty smell, some people describe it as akin to a wet dog, is the calling card of mold and or mildew. <laughs> the spores of these ubiquitous fungi drift through the air until they find the damp, dark, and warm environment that allow them to multiply and thrive. Conditions common in basements. Absolutely like perfect, dude. Another thing I'm going to have to spend money on, this, ha the, dude, it literally... It is endless, okay? Yeah. I'm already fucking neck deep <laughs> in taxes, and now I have to pay to get the... Now we're breathing in mildew. Now what's up? we're going to get cancer because But if it's this. not mildew and it's just spores, you could maybe sell them as like mushrooms. Yeah, they <laughs> to, will do that. To me and Pimp's I mean, friends. how do we get rid of this, dude? How do I get rid of uh, ubiquitous fungi drift? I, th I just think the Patreon money is going to line the walls of this house. <laughs> <laughs> Please, like Walter White's basement, you cut a hole in the bottom. Please, for the love of God, go to patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. Even if you just join the $5 tier, I need to pay my taxes, and now I need to get the mildew out of my house. If you're a mildew worker, if somebody out there works in, 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 in cleaning up basements, which I would imagine 98% of the podcast fans work in that field, please help me for free. I don't care if you know where I live. You can fucking kill me because this house is going to kill me anyway. Did you get this inspected? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's so many people. Like, dude, my buddy, his neighbor just got offered like cash, four hundred thousand over what would have been the asking price. It wasn't even on the market, right? And they offered him cash, and of course he took it. And they said inspection is unnecessary. So people right now are just ha like buying up 
houses, regardless of whether or not like they have black mold growing in the basement. So, but but why would they do that? Just because they just want to flip it quick and get the money? They don't care. I guess or get the fuck out of the city or just yeah. like a lot of people that have like real real money. They just look at like at like you know they're buying that as if it's like a monopoly board. Oh my you know, they're god! Like, oh, that that looks like a nice town. I'll stake my claim. Well, what I did was in hindsight, this was stupid. The person who inspected the house, mm. the people who sold the house to me, hired him. <laughs> <laughs> How could you not ask your father for somebody who he knows in the inspection? Because business? he moved to Tampa now and he never picks no, up his he phone. Didn't. My dad lives in Tampa. I didn't oh, tell you this. You did not dude, tell la- me that. <laughs> dude, last year. J- July 5th. What? He was like, fuck the mask. I'm moving to Florida. <laughs> Dude, he, no, he's, he was like literally like how I chased the bug. He yeah. chases COVID. <laughs> he go- I love that. How the most susceptible people are the most brazen about it. Yeah. Like my dad has like still an open incision yeah. from his stroke. He's breathing like a fucking asthmatic pig. Yeah. And he's like, I don't believe in this. You have to be gay to get it. And yeah. I'm like, all right. Dude, and he'll, my dad and your dad will never get COVID. No, they will never no. get COVID. But you know, some athlete, somebody in the NBA is going to drop. Kyrie Irving is going to drop dead of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, yeah, he's in the best shape. Kyrie Irving, who still doesn't have enough research to you know determine whether or not he's going to get vaccinated. Oh you got to love it. He's got like sixteen more YouTube videos to go, and then he'll make an educated <laughs> decision. Dude, I you know like with this house because you have a house too. Yeah, we're we're renting though. This is like a starter house without having to like really invest. But you, but still, coming from an apartment to a house, there's a lot of things now. Yeah, it's hard to fill. Yeah, like I don't, I don't. Yeah, it's hard to fill. And then, like, dude, it's like one of those things where it's like, if something breaks, like it's just going to be broken until I fix it. But I don't yeah. know how to fix anything. Well, that's why. Uh, you're fucked because I, at least I have somebody that is in charge, like a real man that's right. in charge of like my you property. you still have kind of like a super, but they yeah, call yeah. property managers. Dude, and we, we actually have the super that's on the lot because we're in the carriage house. So we're in like a three bedroom. What's a carriage house? It's like in LA, they have those, it's second structure on a property. So they have the main house and then another house that's offset in the back. And that's like, so is it like how, like, how, like, how, like your in-laws house, like they have like that pool house. Is that yeah, a carriage it's, house? It's, it's, way bigger it's way big like we're we're three bedroom two floors like the whole thing it's oh, so an actual like a, oh, oh so the property you live on is massive then it's pretty big but it's it's also like right between piermont and nyack so it's got like cool access to both nyack and the artsy you know yeah queer parts of piermont dude and- piermont dude speaking of queer piermont queermont <laughs> I, uh, I i almost moved to queermont new york we were gonna buy a house in in, in piermont aka queermont because it's- of that the cute little downtown area yes. that when we went there yeah. they were having like a gay like a, a, a gay <laughs> festival yeah. or something like that, or maybe it was just a Democratic rally. But they were- <laughs> <laughs> well, that town is almost—it's kind of similar to here because right. they they do have like that, like they have the artsy fartsy part, but then they have people like really holding back from yeah. throwing rocks at those people no, on their porch. No, dude, it was beautiful though—the the hills and mm-hmm. the views and all that. We were gonna buy, and I forgot. Well, oh, because we didn't buy because the taxes were uh, uh, oh really uh, outrageous. Yeah, and then yeah. I and then you know where we wanted to live on Staten Island because like the truth is is like you know Vinny's family just can't be that far from a bus stop they <laughs> that's really what it is <laughs> yeah if it's not an unlimited metro car yeah, they can't like, be bothered you know like none of them are getting on metro north or Am- it's not gonna happen and 950 for a train yeah. ride what the yeah they don't have cars <laughs> you know so, so they need to you should tell them about the garbage man Oh, okay. So how about this? So 
literally, we, we just came last weekend. We were at, we uh, we took a flight out to to Irvine to do the Irvine Improv. Thanks for everyone for coming out. <laughs> so um so me and Pippi are we're waiting for the cab, and you know, like I have to, I set alarms on my phone now because I have to take out the garbage Mondays and Thursdays. Yeah, like yeah. you have to do it, or else yeah. you just miss it because <laughs> yes. this block is like semi-private. So like I like there's like like I literally like we're gonna do our show, and then like whatever, like you know, I'll probably chill. I'll probably I'll, I feel like I really need to get a donut. Can, <laughs> should we? I would. Vin, lo- I would love a donut. You want a donut? I'll do Hold a on, donut. let's. Yeah, Vinny. I'm gonna. I would Hold love on. a Hold fucking donut. Gonna, I'm just gonna. You want a nice, co- want a nice coffee too? Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Why not? I had right. a little bit too much anxiety before, but now I feel yeah. pretty. You want one? Up. You want a donut? Have a donut. Have a donut. Are you, you skinny on full piece of shit? Look at how skinny he is. Go get those tickets. October 23rd. Two shows at Foxwood. They're both almost sold out. No, uh, October 30. I'm sorry, October 29th. I'm in, I'm in Durham, co-headlining with Sal, ChristyComedy.com for tickets. And then we've just added November 21st at the Wilbur Theater in Boston. We've added a second show at 5 p.m. We've added a 5 p.m. show. The pre-sale starts tomorrow. Tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern time, use the pre-sale code CHAOS to get your tickets for the Wilbur Theater in Boston. Sunday, November 21st, we have added a show. Thank you guys for, for, for buying the tickets up up in Boston. 5 p.m. show. So if you couldn't get tickets, the seats you wanted for the 8 p.m. show at the Wilbur, we got them coming for the 5 p.m. Go get those tickets. The pre-sale code is CHAOS. Starts 10 a.m. tomorrow. But you look like incredible no he looks like this was great. not this was not you a year ago no dude it wasn't yeah. him it wasn't him yeah it wasn't you're hot him. galifianakis dude, like was, you are you are zach after several him. movie roles dude it wasn't him three months ago dude three months ago he looked like he was living in a bog <laughs> <laughs> his hair was crazy he, he was in a bog by the way what's going on with your friend group Sagalo's blue hair now Sagalo's got blue hair i mean listen what the it's fuck? That's just something I can't attach myself to. I don't know yeah, what he's his, got like that, that like <laughs> the mustache. The you guys look like Antifa. Yeah. Everybody's responding to the stress of the last 18 months in very I mean, different you ways. First, you had the pink hair. I had oh, pink yeah, hair. Dude. But I did that for funsy. That was in the upswing manic portion of the of the lockdown, like when it first started and it felt like summer camp and yeah. everybody was like filming daily on, you know, I, yeah. I had videos, content every single yeah. day thinking this will be over in three weeks. I'm going to yeah. sprint to a couple more followers. It's oh, going to yeah. be great. And then and of course, after like 12 months, I'm just drag, like yeah. dragged out in the front yard of my in-laws with one of his guns pretending to be, you know, yeah. a Staten Island resident. Oh, you want a custard donut? You want a custard donut? I'll, you know, dealer's choice. Whatever yeah, you got. All right, dude, I'm going to get a custard donut, a cannoli cream donut. Oh, oh my God. God. Come on, pimp. You're going to do it. You're going to get fat again. <laughs> Everybody's right. losing their mind. I yeah. On some level. You know what I mean? Like I haven't, I mean, I basically became a poker professional for, <laughs> for like oh, yeah. two weeks again. Yeah, you I was, have a poker show now, Dude, right? every gig that I've been going to I've been looking at poker rooms and like trying to find the nearest casino to like sit in and lose a third of my so you're pay. becoming his father yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah. Gonna oh, yeah. But I'm, I'm actually I have way more control than I did when I was playing for real for real like when I was playing for real and I had no financial responsibility and you could just you could lose everything and then borrow a couple hundred or a thousand from your friend then kind of build it up or right. whatever now I, I I see the chips as like diapers and food right. and things like that. And I'm like every single time sweating, even though I have the best hand, panicking about even putting yeah, because, it up. Yeah, because gambling. one mistake, because that's the thing is like one mistake now, it's like you make one mistake, like now yeah. people, you're, you're like a human is going to suffer. Like it's not just you. Oh, you're going like, to kill your kid. When Bitcoin plummeted, I was like, well, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, yeah. Like, I got to leave. Oh, I yeah. got to leave. Oh, yeah. No, I know. My, 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 um, <laughs> 
my accountant, you know, the price of this house, um, he said, he's, you know, he told me a price that I could have on a house and I went $300,000 over that absolute max price because of Bitcoin. And then I, and then, because I was like, I'm doing good in Bitcoin. And then we literally closed on the house and then Bitcoin plummeted. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. And then, no I, and then I, I've said this on the podcast already. Mm. Um, I said this two weeks ago, but I, bought this house and was like, we're good. Yeah. And then I, fa- I did not factor in that every cent that I had in my bank account was not taxed. So I didn't have anywhere near that amount of money. I had that money minus upwards of 40%. <laughs> Literally, the, oh very, the very first night we spent in this gorgeous like home, we ate McDonald's because I was like, yeah, I was like, I need, I was like, I need to check from the Danya Point Improv to clear. <laughs> You're like white Wesley Snipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. All my, lawyers hit me up every day. They're like, hey, like we know how to, you know, tax evasion. It's a real thing. They're gonna come get you. I'm like, don't worry about it. <laughs> Dude, that used to be how. You remember Rabbit Hole when you were a guest on the conspiracy Dude, I remember, podcast? Yeah, I remember Dave. Uh, so, I just actually saw some shaman. Some shaman just went to jail because they like they they were boiling uh, boar piss in for some ceremony, and they set like half an acre of woods on fire. And I thought it was Tim. No shit. Yeah. No, Tim didn't boil anything, but he would dig holes in the ground and and bury bloody uh, tampons. Interesting. As if it was like some like something from the woman to bury into yeah. Mother Earth. It was like something yeah. about that. Crazy. I, yeah, I think they had to like come on him too or something. It was like a yeah. truly bizarre. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, dude, Vinny, Vinny upstairs. We call it, I don't know if you know on the yeah, pod, yeah. we call it Vinny. She, she got her, she's got her period right now for the first time in like 10 Ooh, years. It's, it's just finally, yeah. she, it's just the first, it's literally the first time since like 9-11 that she's not pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Nicole explaining her first period after giving birth. She yeah. was like, it's like the boulder in yeah, oh, yeah. Indiana Jones coming, yeah. plummeting out of her yeah. pussy and just fucking shooting. No, I know. Everything. She was like, she, you know, I got her like that. She was like, get me like the super big tampa i think so i got that and then she's super yeah and then she, it's still not enough she asked me to go get her a package of cotton balls <laughs> you have to line those on the yeah. outside wait yeah. i just saw i just want to confirm that it's coming oh great yes or yes leonora's picking up your order it's gonna be great dude i got cannoli cream donuts we're gonna eat it on the pod this is the most excited you've been all day i mean i need it dude i'm like i i was like you know because we took the red eye last night which you know First of all, LAX airport, we, Pip and I got to the airport at, we had an 11.59 flight. We got there at 10.30. Everything was closed. It's like, dude, there's still football games on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like we got to eat, drink beers. We, we couldn't do yeah. anything. We fucking, what did you have? We, we had, we bought a I glass got a of water. pillow and water. Yeah, and water. 10.30 and I, at night? Yeah, and I got a neck, I got water and I got a dark chocolate Hershey bar. What, do they have a, do they have a, uh, a curfew still? Is that why? No, it's so It's like so we were in <laughs> so when you landed at LAX, we uh-huh. we had the shows in Irvine. You ever been out there to Irvine yeah. Improv? Yeah, yeah. You, you no, Irvine I, Improv? I've never done that club, but I've so, been out there. It's awesome. Yeah. So that's, hey, you were staying in Huntington Beach, right? Yeah. You've been like, out there? Isn't that like a big like don't they have some real racial happenings out there? Do, did you feel like they had was it like racial out there, Huntington Beach, Pimpy? That was some Trump town. It was, yeah, it was they, Trump. Yeah. Huntington oh, yeah. Beach had like wild rallies during like the January 6th, like following that stuff. And there was some real clash well, violence on the streets. There was a shooting when you were eating gelato. Remember? Was there? All the fans were saying, be safe. There's a shooting 
active in Huntington Beach right now. Really? Yeah, I oh, read I, about yeah, that. I, I wouldn't know because I was busy getting paintings with Emilio. <laughs> this guy literally, we, we went to Laguna Beach and this guy wasted two hours of my fucking life in some dumb paint shop where he bought a picture. He bought a $400 painting of Kobe Bryant that the guy was like convincing him to buy. And, and Emilio was looking at was like, I need this. It speaks to me. I played against Kobe Bryant when I was in high school. I was like, they literally are printing. That's a digital that somebody my daughter can make that on her printer they, they're selling them at the CVS's this guy's gonna sell this to you for $400 and he bought it there's no certificate of authenticity no and he just bought it and nice two hours while Amelia uh, 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 Emilio's wife and, and homeless pimp walked around and saw like the most beautiful things in Laguna Beach and I was stuck in there negotiating <laughs> fucking Kobe Bryant digital paintings that he got at the back of a you know photo booth at Rite Aid <laughs> he didn't even get the yeah. NFT nothing I didn't get the NFT <laughs> nothing and i had to piss the whole time and then you waited on an, a gelato line for an hour and a half yeah but that was awesome the gelato no the gelato the gelato actually in that play i posted a picture of it on my instagram the gelato was like insane oh, that was like the two scoop yeah, thing saw right that? Dude, yeah it, that it felt incredible. like i was eating a butt i Dude, loved that, it that's like how we were living on the road where you would just treat yourself all the time and, and you, you yeah yeah well i i just remember sharing rooms with you and you know how to appeal to my lack yeah. of self-control yeah like you're just like hey man i'm gonna get like three pizzas and a fudge cake you want in yeah and i'm like yeah of course pimp see i see, see i'm yeah dude so i'm, I'm like in so i do the same thing to you because you've said that to me you said hey you're a bad influence so i'm a bad influence friend yeah i'm the friend like you shouldn't I'm like, I don't do drugs or anything like that, but I'm I'm bad with <laughs> yeah, food. I'm literally doing blow on the desk, and I'm like, yeah, I'll take that. And you're like, I'm a bad influence, dude. <laughs> you should see on the road, he secretly gets Domino's alone in the hotel room. So That's, how, <laughs> that's addict behavior, dude. dude. you want to know how crazy this is? I don't know if we said this on the Santino pod, but I'll say it again. If we said it again, we'll cut it out. Literally, me and Pimp were in the car talking like earnestly about like suicide. We yeah. were talking about like how like could we commit it, could we not, like suicide and like, you know, the pain that like our, you know, some of our peers commit suicide where we said suicide like twenty times. Uh -huh. Literally, we both got ads for dominoes on our phone five seconds later. It's like Domino's code word is suicide. They're like, Do you need that extra little push? Have a stuff crust. <laughs> <laughs> What's your go-to topping for Domino's? Do you know what, dude? I get a little weird with Domino's. Mm -hmm. What I do is I go the Brooklyn Thin Crust, like a loser, with banana peppers. It's funny you say banana that. Banana peppers are good only from Domino's. I get banana peppers and pepperoni. Mm. That's my go-to. There you go. Uh, yeah, I've the never met somebody else at all. Banana, banana pepperoni. Yeah, I Domino's, and then I get. I usually get the um, the cheesy bread from Domino's. It's cool yeah, too. And dude, you ever had the, the brownie from there? They yeah, send it like have, in a pizza box. This, this literally on the Monster Energy Drink tour. This was our go-to order, dude. Every time at like one a.m. in 2016, me and Mike went on a tour. Uh, was it that recent? That might have, it might have been before then. I thought it was 2015. Delilah, it was 2015. Delilah was like oh, yeah. months old. So she was born in 2015. So it's 2015. Me and Mike went on the Monster Energy Tour in like Albany, Pennsylvania, like all like these- Syracuse. Syracuse. So we went and I literally thought at that time, because like, oh, I'm, I didn't understand the business. I was like, we're on a tour like sponsored by Monster. Yeah. So I don't have to do anything. Yeah. We have to do nothing. We're just going to get there. Dude, the, like five of the seven shows got canceled because we didn't promote it. Because I was like, I thought Monster promoted it. And they were like, why would they promote yeah. it? They were like, you no, you promote it. That's why they hired you. You promote it. And then you just, they sell Monster Energy in the back of it. So we literally, I think five, I think like seven, I think they literally, the only ones, one of them we got to, 
the one that was like cool, looked like a Tim Burton movie in, in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. No, the, stack, the steel the stack, stacks. The steel stacks. That had like yeah. 20 people, but I think it's because <laughs> it was they in their thought, smaller room. Yeah, I think they thought somebody else was performing. Well, but that wasn't your fault. That wasn't our fault. I'll, I'll push back against this because Monster, the whole lead into the tour and the reason why they paid you all that money, and, and as, a, as an opener, I got actually a decent amount of money too. Yeah. They were like, we got this. We're going to have tastings in the lobby of every a single show. It's going to be a huge spectacle. You're completely like tagged on to yeah. what we have going on. And we found out that not only did they not promote it, but they left a giant like four foot cooler yeah. filled with monster at the Philly helium. And yes. we're like, just take this with you. Yeah. And to every other out. event. So now we have to shove it in the back of my Jeep, right? Isn't yeah, that what we yeah, just yeah. in one car? Yeah. We had, we had me, Mike, Vinny, Delilah, little Tristan, and this bucket of monster. That was Boston. Oh, that, that was Boston. Boston. Yeah. yeah that that was cooler. Boston. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that was wow. the worst. That was fucking insane because also you didn't drink the monster and I was like, well, we can't let this go to waste. <laughs> and I was drinking and I was like, I have the most vicious anxiety. I don't know what's yeah. going on. I'm feeling great. We're on the road. We're having a good time. And I was like, oh, that's right. I am just pumping Pump taurine right into my dick. Dude, remember that time we went to, I think, Cincinnati and like the Liberty Funny Bone and we were staying on the balcony. We had like a really nice room. We saw those people coming out of the dumpster. Yes. Yeah, we yeah, literally yeah. were, me and my, Mike smoking weed on the balcony. I was smoking weed too. You did, yeah. You yeah. were smoking weed on the balcony. You actually decided you loved weed I, and that I was going to be your new lifestyle. I loved it, dude. I loved it. <laughs> well, I've loved been force feeding him edibles on the Patreon. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's been great. I know. What milligram? I've always wondered. Uh, the most he's done is 15, but usually a 10 and he freaks out after he showers for like three hours. Oh my God. We want to do an episode for the, for the Patreon, patreon.com slash Christy Comedy for the, for the $25 level. We want to do one where I, I drink four Locos. That's a good and idea, do it, right? That's yeah, because I found a recipe you can make the original four oh loco at home. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, <laughs> you're, so we'll like just have, <laughs> you're like the devil. I know. <laughs> I know. Who the fuck finds that and is like, "Hey, Chris, just in case you want to like, he's getting skinnier. I'm getting. He's like taking all my power. He's like, I'm getting fatter Whoa. and bloated, and he's just getting skinny and hot. <laughs> do you think he's he's been hired by Jasmine? Actually, yeah. Like, he's, like, <laughs> he's trying his best to make you as unfuckable as possible. Yeah, just ruin his. We need you to ruin his life. It's like Space Jam for your dick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, because Mike takes edibles is my thing where I'm like, I take edibles and then I like do a sport or whatever right. and we see how it degrades over time. Right. I actually, I stole the idea from this kid on TikTok who drinks a 12 pack of beer and checks in every four beers just to like see how his effects are. And it's hilarious to watch how he slowly progressively gets blacked out throughout <laughs> the experience. But like I, we take a hundred to 150 milligrams and then people in the comments or in my DMs are like, you pussy 150 i take that before i pick up my daughter from school like, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like i'm a school bus driver that's what i take <laughs> to get to get my mind right for these little fucks and it's the complete antithesis of what marijuana is supposed to be it's like not supposed to be a cock swinging contest no. at all it's supposed to be about expanding your mind man and getting yeah. empathy and it's like people are like it's fuck you you're a cuck dude i was thinking about this and i'm happy that you're on 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 the pot and i feel like there's like deeper meanings for everything i've been really because every time i think about this i think you i really want to do ayahuasca and oh, i want to do, do it with you because you've done it to. before i've done dmt dmt so, yeah so tell take me through dmt when you took dmt the spirit molecule which is where do you get it from you get it from a, a it's, frog it's a, derived from any living creature including plants but isn't it from like what is isn't there something specific about like a bullfrog you, I mean, there's definitely bullfrog I, DMT. That's I, the one I want to take. I think there's like that's the one <laughs> I, want, I want that flavor. Uh, so what I did? So I took D, I took a DMT vape pen and wow. I did it on a podcast, which 
would you not. Did, oh, so there's document. <laughs> I can watch your DMT trip. I, I don't know. So I think I did it after, and then we went and like talked about it right away. But when I did the vape pen, it like all it did was make my lips taste like the Tin Man's asshole. Right. Like it was oh. that aluminum-y and like oh. shit. And I was it like, gave you COVID. I was like, this is so bitter. I don't even know what to do with it. And I didn't break through. Interesting. So I like laid back and closed my eyes. And what I remember seeing was it looked like a very close-up of a citrus fruit. Like okay. it looked like you peeled open like a tangerine and you could see almost like the little fiber of citrus coming off the thing. And I remember like getting to that part and then just being sent back to this. And I was like, that can't be what people are talking about. That can't be the experience. So I was like bummed out and felt like I was short thrifted or whatever. And then we smoked changa which is a root that's been soaked in, in DMT, but you can hit it direct like it's a, like it's a bowl, like it's a weed bowl. Okay. With, with DMT, like the regular shit, not the vape pen, you have to almost like use like a glass stem holder and then you put it in and you can't directly hit the flame to it because it has to heat it only. So it's kind of like really crackish. Right. You know, it feels like you're smoking crack. And also, as soon as reality starts to kind of break down, I don't understand how you know where to put the flame anywhere because I took... I, so what you do with Changa is you take like three hits, two for the first time. I took one, like take it in and, you know, hold it for five seconds, blow it out. Take another hit, hold it in for five Mississippis and blow it out. Okay. And then the third one, same thing, but they were like on the third one, that's when you like in the middle of it, you'll kind of start, you'll start breaking down. Off the changa. Off the changa, okay. which is DMT. Right. So I, I, but that happened to me on the second one. So I took the thing and I went and just like kind of shot you like you know the slam zooms or whatever where it almost where it zooms in but then it expands super wide and it yeah. looks that you can only, it's like a perspective shot where then the person is tiny on this like little raft in the middle of the ocean or something yes. like that that's what it felt like where all of a sudden I'm just like and I'm just in this fucking abyss I had no idea what was going on and I'm kind of like I'm looking around but I'm not this body I am everything what the uh, oh you're what do you mean see what do you mean you were everything like you like you become like part of the universe again yeah so you're more you're an abstract being in the sense that i'm not like i'm not looking at my hands and then being in space and like kind of like you know anti-gravity or whatever you are just you're just observing everything right so what it did the first time was it like shot me all over the place like it was really fast it kind of felt overwhelming but also calm at the same time and you're just going through these dimensions i remember it what like you don't know who's talking to you but something in your head is like kind of feeding you information about what's what you're perceiving interesting so oh it was God. like we want to show it's you wild. how levels work and it was boom down boom over like in every single direction kind of what I gathered to show how not everything is linear and it's like, you know, breaking down of, of maybe time and how time works and how we perceive it as people. And it's just basically taking me all throughout, you know, interdimensional travel, I, mean, it, I guess. It sounds like simulation. Like, do you believe in simulation theory? Yeah, that? I mean, I, 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 I don't know what I believe in. I don't have any confidence in any opinion I've ever had. Good. So it's Good. definitely something I subscribe to as a real possibility. Did you, what, what did you, after that experience, did you think you profoundly changed as a person? So, yes. So that, then I like, it was, so I, after that, I was like, well, that was like too fast. Like, I don't know what just really happened. Like, I, and, and I did it with two other people. And How I, long until you came out of it? Uh, eight earth minutes. 
eight Earth <laughs> oh minutes. Yeah. That's it. Eight, but yeah. in your but 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 that goes back to what you were saying, the perception of time, because it wasn't eight or it's it eight Earth yeah. minutes, but in your yeah. being, in your reality, it was what? If you if it's like it's kind of like having a baby where it feels both fast and slow. Right. Like it, it was imperceivable. I couldn't I, I didn't it. know whether it was faster than eight or longer than eight. I just know I saw a lot. Lot. I saw like it, weirdly enough, there were like primary color trails like like almost like crayola guiding me through the galaxies and up and down and across and i saw a uh, i saw a, a circus tent and the it clown like i guess that movie was coming out or whatever and it was in the back of my head it the was it in your head somewhere kind yeah of like went across my purview yeah and, I, and you were like i wonder if i can get a spot there <laughs> <laughs> and I, I wasn't even scared though because like clowns, I guess, or that movie freaked me the fuck yeah, out. It freaks everybody out. But yeah. I was just like, hmm, that's interesting that that's yeah. in there. And then I came out after the first one, and I watched my two other friends, Tim from my podcast, take it, and then his Tim the Shaman, crew, Tim the Shaman, uh, take it, who just almost died from COVID. So recently, yeah, good for uh, Tim. Thank goodness he's back. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's fucking. It, the world would have uh, that would have been a nice win for COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so what, you know, and then I came. <laughs> I'm kidding. Shout out to him. He's not listening. He, he like sits in the woods all day and like yeah, eats yeah. his own shit. Right? <laughs> he's not listening to pods. Uh, no, no, no. I think, I think he, I think this may have pushed him. Who knows though? Vin, are the donuts there? Vinny. Vin. Vin. Okay. Are the donuts outside? We ordered donuts and iced coffee. Are they outside? I'm not fat. Hey, Vin, do you want to do DMT? She said no. Okay. Wait, have you ever done whippets? How low have you gone? No, no. It, Nicole, my wife used to though, like <laughs> back in the back of the day. Wait, when we used to like G chat all the time, and she'd be in her office at work, like whoop, 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 whoop. dude. By the way, your wife Nicole, we could talk about it, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. it's 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 legally known that you have a wife. Uh, yeah. yeah, Despite my rampant visible homosexuality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> your wife and my over enunciation slash sibilant s slash lisp. Your you wedding. Fucking we, call we, it. I've said this to you a million times. But I never said. See, even Vinny saying the best wedding we ever went to. It almost saved our relationship back then. <laughs> but that's that's how good it was. No, she's so mad. No, it literally was fantastic, dude. That wedding. But uh, that we picked that place because of psychedelics. Well, because it looked like a place that's comfortable to do mushrooms. Well, I was going to say the reason what I loved about your wedding is like I kind of felt, and, and Vinny Jasmine had the same experience where we kind of felt like. We said, because we were staying in like this cabin and we were like, this is like a place where like you would come and do drugs. And I said, I guarantee you, Mike and his friends have done drugs close to here or mm. somewhere around here. But yeah. what I did what, drugs at my wedding. But what I loved about your, <laughs> no, no, because what your wedding was, the, the vibe, I have never, ever been at a wedding that was so chill and calm and relaxing than, than your wedding because the bride dictates the energy. That's yeah. just what happens at yeah, a wedding. Yeah, 100%. Nicole couldn't, she was literally, I've never seen this, getting her makeup done, pounding a Budweiser, <laughs> like literally ruining yeah. her own makeup, but like in the best way, like having fun. Like she was like, it, listen, she's like, if it's not perfect, who cares? Yeah. Like she was, you, you, you and Nicole, and I said this to Vinny, I, you and Nicole got married to the, like uh, for young people, my only group of friends that like I feel, well, not 
not my only, but a group of friends that I really witnessed at the wedding got married for the right reasons. It was like, it wasn't about the pomp and circumstance. It wasn't about, oh, we got to do this because, you know, we got to get a mortgage. It was like, we got married because we love each other. We want to celebrate love. And then the guy who married them was was Tim, the shaman, (laughs) shaman. who married them with like an open boar head. (laughs) He had like a fucking wear. He was going to wear a tiger head. He was going to wear but he took it off for the ceremony, which actually bummed me and Nicole out. But but he was basically wearing pajamas. And I, I remember Nicole's dad, who was a dipshit oh yeah he, I, I remember him he, he fir- stunk that guy Dude, the first thing he said to me when he saw me was like hope this is your only one and i was like <laughs> cool it's your daughter dude you fucking- i i know i heard him say that i was like i'm having so much fun at this wedding i hope it's not <laughs> i was like i hope he gets married again i would go to nicole's wedding with her new husband and his and mike's new wife but he was like you know oh you guys couldn't get a priest? And it's like, that's how little you know us. No, oh dude, but, but that's what I loved about it because there, there was no religion in it. It was just, yeah. the, you, and then and then the after party. And then party, I gave a speech and cursed and talked about Nicole fingering my ass. Dude, it was hilarious, <laughs> dude. He did like a full set at his own yeah. wedding. It was great. It was pretty fun. And then, your, and then your best man killed too, your best Jimmy, man. Jimmy, But you yeah. wrote his bits. No, no, he wrote it. Oh, he wrote yeah, that. Yeah, I was, I was like stunned. Yeah, because, I mean, because I you. bombed at his wedding. Really? Oh, Why? What'd you do? Oh my God. took like a big swing? Like, dude, the biggest swing. Swing. So we were at. Lake, I love this in Lake George. We're like, Which it's, is our, it's our first friend's wedding. All right, listen. If you're a guy and you have bags under your eyes and you got razor burn and your skin just looks and feels like crap, like mine, we have a problem solver for you. It's called Disco. Disco is a skincare product for guys. So you don't have to, because what I would always do just to get extra collagen in my face, because people said it's all about collagen, is I would just come in my hand and I'd rub it on my face. You don't have to do that anymore. Disco is basically the equivalent of your own semen in your hand, but it's made at a company in Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas, where everything is being made is what they're doing is now they're making skincare products for men, which there's almost no skincare products for men. And Disco is one of those skincare products that's only for men. And they have an exfoliating face scrub that prevents razor burn and ingrown hairs. I get so many ingrown hairs on my chin and on my, uh, and uh, well, I get them really mostly on my chin. I don't get them on my balls as much anymore, but I get them on my chin. So the exfoliating face scrub, that prevents a problem. Hydrating face moisturizer, hydrates your skin and prevents wrinkles. How, how often is your face thirsty? All the time. You don't give your face enough water. Well, the hydrating face moisturizer hydrates your skin and the face cleanser stick fights acne and oily skin. So you get a little stick to the face and it, and it fights your acne and your dry skin and your oily skin. This is awesome. This is a product that, you know, a lot of guys don't want to admit they want to take care of their face. We need to take care of our faces, baby. We can't be out there with leather face. So Disco Products, it is literally the one, it is the best uh, uh, product. And you know what? Yeah, the best product for men's facial uh, facial care. And you know what else is awesome about it? It's TSA approved, which is huge. So you could travel with this thing. You don't, have to, you don't have to boof it, which is awesome. If you want to check out Disco and try their incredible skincare products for yourself, we have a special offer for the Chrissy Chaos audience. Thank you, Disco. You go to www.let's.com disco.com slash chaos and enter chaos at checkout for 20% off your first order. That's let's disco.com slash chaos. 20% off your first order. I love that website name. Let's disco.com. Enter code chaos. Get 20% off. Now I want disco fries. 
So we talked about the bags under your eyes and your oily skin. Now it's time to talk about the fact that you're bald, you ugly piece of shit. And Keeps is going to help you, okay? I'm telling you, every guy, two out of three guys, suffers from male pattern baldness. We all get it. It's going to happen. Keeps is the preventative hair loss treatment regimen you need right now, okay? I'm telling you, there are only two FDA-approved medications that prevent hair loss. Keeps offers them both. More than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness, and they all have one thing in common. That's They have two things in common, the men who suffer from male pattern baldness. One, they're not using Keeps. Two, they vote Democrat. So that's what it is. Now, if you are ready to take action and prevent hair loss right now, if you want to prevent your hair loss right now with this low-cost treatment, prevention is key treatment, it takes four to six months to see results, so you have to act now. Go to keeps.com slash chaos and get your first month of treatment free, baby. So this is no risk involved. If you just go to keeps.com slash chaos, you will receive your first month of treatment for free, 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 free. That is keeps.com slash chaos. Get your first month free. We're like, we're all pumped, but we're not old enough to like know how to behave so we're just guzzling beers doing blow the whole weekend like being wild we have inside jokes it's our first brother to get married all this stuff like we're so excited and we're a really tight-knit group of friends because we had so many people die and we just became Do you know that like, about him about his friend group pimp like yeah, so many of his heroin? friends die they like no they no. drive off the side of cliffs and ice storms <laughs> yeah, just where he relentlessly lived. driving off the side like, of cliffs. like 10 of his friends it's insane yeah. really yeah. yeah and a weird uh, a weird amount of young cancer in my town wow, too you do have like a weird final destination vibe <laughs> yeah dude. always this is why this yeah. is why i've just looked death in the eyes yeah. and I'm like what took no, you so literally long? when me and mike <laughs> used to hang out every day like we there was a time in our like maybe like for like five years where we were with each other every day i was like i'm gonna die just to be <laughs> close to mike <laughs> so we're at yeah. we're at this wedding right and i'm like i'm gonna play it by ear i'm not gonna really write a, a, a speech like classic five-year comedian confidence yeah. of just we, thinking we can just I do it. We're this. like, yeah, we're, we're the next Chappelle's. Just an absolute ass. And and everybody, of course, like, you know, all the adults know I'm a comedian. They're like, don't be afraid to be dirty. Yeah. Don't be afraid, that, dude. Just let it rip. Let's see it. Like, yeah. it's going to be great. Yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> so I start the speech. And, oh, we get in, we walk in. And I thought the, the maid of honor was going to do a speech first. And then I would then get to, and I'm, I'm having like post Coke anxiety from the night before. Were you doing Coke the night before? The night before, yeah. Nice. And, and I'm like feeling like my skeleton's trying to escape my skin. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, it's just uncomfortable. So I'm trying to like slug a little bit of booze before to sure. like level out. And then instead of the the uh, bridesmaid or what it made of honor giving the speech, she said no. And so they just brought me up. She like, did not want to do it. She got cold feet. She just said no. Yeah. She just cut it out. And then yeah. they brought me right so the fuck up. So much for woman power. It's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, a woman can't open for me. <laughs> okay. but, kidding. So, I'm kidding. I love women. You know that. Same. Obviously, from the amount of STDs I've I, had. I am one. There you go. <laughs> Deep down. Yeah. But uh, so I'm like kind of thrown off, didn't anticipate going up that soon. And I get up there and it's kind of like a slow, a slow start. I'm like nervous, right. kind of herky jerkying, like the mic is shaking a little bit. And then I start getting cooking. And I'm like doing good jokes and like talking. At, and you got to get some laughs. And I'm getting some laughs and I'm, uh, and I'm building steam. And I built enough steam to repeat a joke that we were saying about Tim who lost his brother 
during during the weekend. We were like saying this, and and wait, I, Tim's brother died that weekend. No, no, he he died like a couple years earlier. Oh God, and he's the one he had a car accident. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah one yeah, of them. Yeah. yeah, so he so we're like making dark jokes about that. Jimmy's our brother. We're all brothers. Like we really feel that way because you know we've been through so much together and we've helped each other. Yeah, out. because all your actual brothers have died. <laughs> yeah, they're all just <laughs> dead. So <laughs> you, you're tipping the joke because yeah, I'm getting rolling and I'm like, this is honestly. I was like, guys, I really mean this. This is a huge deal for our friend group. We're all tight. We've experienced a lot of loss. This is our first first brother to get married because none of us have brothers anymore. <laughs> and I pointed to Tim and the whole 200 plus people were like, what? Oh. And I was like, raise your glasses. And just shivered off the stage. I, I haven't shaken off that bomb since, dude. Even now, the hair on the back of my neck and in the back of my scalp is like is tightening because I'm so. It's one of those memories where you feel douche chills even, about even yourself. Even the DMT chonga, you couldn't let it go. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't. What did Tim say? Tim loved it. He was he like one of the few fine. people laughing. Yeah, but everybody else was like, "Did anybody come up to you after be like that was wildly inappropriate?" So or, many people, like, like, but being dead serious, so like, what, what did you do that for? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people were like. Uh, you know, and I, it, it actually dawned on me. Mostly people didn't know what I was talking about. They were just like, it went over their head. Yeah, they were like, okay, like, we don't even get that. And then somebody was like, oh, one of their friend's brothers died. And they're like, what is your <laughs> fucking <laughs> problem, dude? And I'm like, yeah, you're right. You know, people were telling me to be dirty. That's not dirty. It's just morbid. Yeah, like, yeah. there's no reason. Oh, my God. Yeah, and then, of course, he, the non-comedian, comes to my uh, comes to my wedding and then throws nine shutout innings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like a perfect performance. Perfect. Just, I remember him yeah. ripping. Dude, I remember having legitimately so much fun. I got plastered and it was, I told you, it was, it was a wedding where I was like, this is, you know, we're doing it for, for true love, which, which was awesome. Um, I, but, but when you, you were saying with the, with the smoke and the changa and the DMT and all that, all these dimensions, you said, you don't think that time is linear. So you mean like yeah. we have this construct of time, like, you know, in an hour, it'll be 7 p.m. Right, right. But when you do the DMT and you're in the Changa world, when you're in the Changaverse, <laughs> what is Changa City, you, there's no time. Like, like you can yeah. go, like, you can go down and to the left or something That's like right. that. That's right. Well, wow. and, I, and I did it a second time That's that wild. night. That's not bl mind-blowing to you? I love it. It makes me believe everything's a video game. I can't yeah. believe Pimp hasn't done DMT I'm yet. actually surprised by that, yeah. too. save everything. I think we talked about because it, though. Because right Pimp, Homeless Pimp looks like the, the thing you see when you're on DMT. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, when, you're yeah. in cha when you're in the Changa worse, <laughs> that, that's what you see. Yeah, that's <laughs> what you wear when you get <laughs> yeah. done with a DMT trip. But so that day, that night- It's fascinating I to took me. the first one, right? And I had the trip. It was incredible. We kind of came out of it and we talked. We we discussed what we saw, but everything was like. And then they were like, "Want to do it again?" And I was wow. like, "Yeah, of course I want to do it again." Yeah, of course. That was yes. the greatest thrill ride of my entire life. Yes. And now I have the confidence of kind of knowing what to expect. Right. You know what I mean? So the first one, I'm like timid, half hitting it, like. Tff. Of course. Like, you know, kind of holding it in, but like even releasing it out of the side of my mouth. And then this next one, I'm like. Tff. Like take three, instead of two, three giant rips. And on the third rip, as I'm inhaling it, reality, I remember it making the sound of the Transformers when they switch from robot to car or vice versa. It went, and wow. it just fucking all like, almost like glitter turned black and I got shot around even faster. That one, I saw, I saw a bunch of these images from my life 
Oh, actually, I, so this one I decided to lay down for too. So in the middle of the third thing, when I felt it break down, I laid down and felt a warm sensation in my pants. And I was like, I just shit. I just shit my pants. Did you really genuinely believe you did? Because my friend Tim told me he thought like that sometimes happens and he thought he was bleeding from his head. So you sometimes get like, like physical manifestations or right. like physical feelings from what you're experiencing. And I was just like, I was so tripping where I was like, deal with that later. Like you just lay in yeah, shit. Yeah. You'll, you'll be back in a little bit. And so I get shot around and it's showing me all of these images of like trauma that I've gone through in my life. That, where, that you've completely forgot about. Not even necessarily forgot about. Some of it was on the surface, but like it, the, the one that I really remember was a, a big silhouette. You ever, you ever see those silhouette pictures that you used to take in art class where it's like just the side of your head as yeah. a child and yeah. it's black projected on yeah. a white piece yes, of paper? Yes, yes, yes. I know exactly what you mean. So I saw that kind of coming across my, my vision and, and I was like, I looked at it and I was like, is that? Steve Bannon like it was like it was like at that height of the Trump thing and I was like that is a huge fucking head I was like is that Steve Bannon and it rotated and it was my father who kind of has the exact head your father Steve Bannon he kind of looks like him to be honest wow but he like he turned and it was my dad and wearing glasses and I looked at him and as we're looking his head stretched stretched sideways like it was be like a cartoon like and it burst and then it shot me to another trauma that burst another one burst wow these things were ripping apart and bursting in front of me where trauma specific traumas where i took that as like let go like you know let let the which i still have not but it's like (laughs) let let, let go of these yeah, yeah let go of these things like they're they're just holding you down these are like emotional baggage all that stuff and I get like shot through all these things. And then I sit up, I sit up and I look at my, at both of my friends and they're both with their backs towards me. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, what's going on? But now you're in the reality again. I'm in reality, but I was like, what are you guys, what are you guys doing? And they're kind of like looking over their shoulder at me to see what I'm doing. And I'm like, wait, what? And then, and I realized I was like, oh, it's not over. And I laid down and I'm still in the heat of the trip. And I looked up and it was similar to a mushroom experience where the entire ceiling was like almost translucent avatar color skin, like purple, neon blue, but it looked like a snake reptile. And then I looked and the the divine feminine, the blue woman who people talk about a lot when they go on psychedelic trips uh, was was there. She was on the ceiling and I was looking at her and she was looking at me and she was breastfeeding. And I was like, she was hot. Yeah. I mean, she, you know, for a spiritual being. She most likely is Latina. (laughs) (laughs) She actually looked real pure white. (laughs) There you go. You see? Yeah, we are. Not uh, whatever. So, So, okay. So the blue woman, (laughs) did you know where I was going? So she, I'm looking at her and she's breastfeeding. And I was like, my first thought is fuck Nicole's pregnant like that. Right. That was like, oh, no, I'm not ready for this. I don't even know if we were married at the time. Like, it was just like, oh, shit. But then I kind of like came to the you do want kids. You've wanted kids your whole life. You talked about it. You're great with kids, like all this stuff. So that trip actually gave me like the wherewithal to understand that eventually I was going to be a dad. And without that, I may never have done it. Really? I really think that. because, And then after it was over... So I, I like kind of came out and this one was like 12, 
to 14 minutes. It was a lot longer because I took a more, like a, a bigger yeah. pull. And uh, I came out of it and I was like, I could jump over a car like Kobe Bryant right now. Really? Like a speeding Ferrari. I could leapfrog that thing. I feel so fucking good and reinvigorated and ready to just tackle life. It's like I completely understand why people do this. Holy shit, yeah, dude. It says That's it's fucking. Cr do you want to do it, pimp? Seriously. I mean, I probably if it's only do it eight or. What, what age were you when you did that? It was like six years ago. Should you okay. not do it when you have kids? Like, would you do it okay. for the first time? I wouldn't now do it already around, father. I wouldn't do it around them. No, 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 no obviously, no, no. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I would do it again. I would yeah. do it in mid thirties. I mean, you should definitely do it. Why not? I've do done, think, I've done mushrooms since I've had a son. People say that taking psychedelics like that, it, it's it's obviously a coin flip. But people say like you can like if you have like anxiety disorders, depression yeah. disorders, that can heal it because you see how bullshit it all is. It also could heal. Uh, heal addiction like there was really? a there was a vice documentary on like uh, i think it's ibogaine or abogaine or something like that but it's a similar similar thing to ayahuasca where a lot of them would go out into the desert and do these like month-long retreats where they do abogaine or ayahuasca and confront all of their shit so like that's why when people are like i had a bad trip man it was fucked up it fucked me up i'll never do psychedelics again and it's like you actually wasted that because that was a great tool for you to face exactly what's fucking with you under the surface right and you didn't even realize that gift right because any any bad time i've had during psychedelics i've realized it's because i'm suppressing a lot of whatever i'm upset about depressed angry whatever it may be and then i'm given the opportunity to not only face it but fucking let it go right and that's what i think because i did the iowa or the dmt and got like saw the i mean physical example of thing of all my traumas ripping up in front of me that i was like oh that's what that is wow yeah dude it's it's like i think it's a must I Especially doing comedy and create, I think you have to do it. Well, everybody in Silicon Valley does that, it. Vin, come here, come here, everyone. No, come on, no, you're not going to be on I, I, camera. No, I, I want you here. Listen, we're going to do DMT. We're going to do DMT. No, no, because we have children. I know we have children. So does Mike. He said, "Look at look at how good Mike looks now." Yeah, no. What are you talking about? <laughs> look, come on, you. Wow, right here. Oh, beautiful. There we go. No, I think Thank it's you. a perfect treatment for like a midlife crisis. That's yeah. what I'm saving it for. Yeah. Right. Right. Hold on. But let me. It says here that people commonly run into an elf-like being. Is yeah. That did, what you, did you see that elf-like being? I, I've heard of that. I, I don't think I ran into elves. Like my friend Tim ran into elves and he, he taught, he also ran into this like, I think it, it might've been blue. It might've been purple, but it had like a leather tail. It was almost like a platypus mythical Interesting. Neon creature. Interesting. Like you, you, there's, there's Shane Moss. Do you know who that is? No. Comedian. Really, really funny dude. Yeah, but also like, he, he is deep, deep into this shit right now. But he also is really smart in the sense that he studies the brain. So like, what I think is this cosmic experience. Look at this, dude. Oh my god. Oh my yeah. god. Dude, eat it, eat it on the thing. I'm going to. Yeah. But what, what, what I think is like this cosmic <laughs> spiritual experience. Shane has like he has rationale for it because of how the brain works. So like the blue lady, that's something that a lot of people th see. And I just assume that she's only perceivable to people on drugs and she's this mad magic mythic person. Mm -hmm. But he's like narrowed it down that the brain has these synapses that like basically run on auto when you stimulate them too much. And they have this patchwork that kind of completes 
visions or something like that or have very uniform effects a, a response to to a catalyst and that's why the blue light it's insane <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> Slugging custard. <laughs> Tell him the mysteries of the universe and brain. <laughs> no, I, I get where your friend's coming from, but at the same time, as a comic, wasn't part of you watching all this going, fucking hack? This is like yeah, a hack. Yeah, 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 yeah. Part of me that saw her was almost like, was bummed like, that I'm not more original. <laughs> like, but let me ask you this, though. If is everybody, this the cannoli? Yeah, that's cannoli one. Take it. If everybody sees that blue dude, this woman. This is like a bacon, egg, and cheese cannoli yeah, sandwich. <laughs> How many calories fucking, is that, Chris? Dude, don't worry about it. <laughs> but let me ask you this. If everybody sees that blue woman and it looks exactly the same, is it the blue woman is in the DMT or is the blue woman in our brain? Like, like, or is the, like, well, like, and you want to get real freaky. DMT is currently in your brain mm -hmm. currently right now. And it's what gets secreted when you go into deep REM sleep and also right before you die. And now it's said for it, it's, it's like the scientific ex explanation is that it like eases the dying process. And it's almost like, it's almost like organic morphine where it makes you not care or whatever. And it's a human defense mechanism that we've picked up. But then if you want to get into like the shamanistic shit, it's supposed to like transition you into whatever the next phase of consciousness is, which might be just abstract, no more Chris, or could be just something completely different. And also, some people think what we're currently experiencing is a DMT trip from our previous life. Wow. Like right, like we're dead like right, right now, now. We're dying somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. But this is, you just die. It just, it just takes a, an average of 80 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I got high on the show one time and I said, I think history's the being and we're the organs of history. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. We're just waves of assholes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it kind of feels like, you know, especially when you start to talk about like time being linear and all those things, when you start to like break open those contracts of things, when you're like, there is no past, there is no future, it's all happening now. Yeah. It kind of makes everything feel, in a positive way, insignificant. Yeah. Where it's like, to all R. Kelly, by the way. <laughs> To all my, R. Kelly just tweeted, to all my fans and supporters, I love you and thank you for all the support. Today's verdict was disappointing and I will continue to prove my innocence and fight for my freedom. Hashtag not guilty. He got convicted about 35 counts of, you know, child sexual assault. And going yeah. to, he's going to do life in prison. But <laughs> there's also no way he wrote that. Not, <laughs> there's not a chance in hell to. Whoever even tweeted that for him should do life in prison <laughs> for pure proximity to a pedophile. Let me ask you a question. What's scarier than getting a box of raisins while trick-or-treating, paying too much for your home and auto insurance? Whoever wrote that, whoever wrote that deserves to be beheaded by ISIS, but I read it anyway because they're sponsoring the show and I do like the product policy genius, but you got to lose that line. But you know what? Listen, maybe it gets better. Protect your property from mischief this spooky season with the right home and auto coverage. Whoever, literally, if that person isn't writing that while they're sitting at home with COVID, then I don't know what to do. That literally, you better have brain fog from COVID when you're writing shit like that. Does your home and auto insurance have you saying, oh my God, I'm spending too much? Then let Policy Genius look for lower rates for similar coverage. Literally, I want to send anthrax to the writer's house who's ever writing this shit, but I'm reading it because I haven't paid my taxes. 
and auto insure and auto genius is going to help me get out of debt because what what what, uh, what policy I'm sorry policy genius what policy genius is actually going to help me because I just bought a home and I actually have my home I actually have my home insurance through policy genius and I have my car insurance through policy genius because they're actually really good they save customers an average of $1250 per year over what they're paying for home and auto insurance they save new customers an average of $435 per year on auto insurance and they save new customers an average of 300 $50 per year on home insurance. So all you got to do is go to policygenius.com right now. Do we have a promo code, Pimpy? Policygenius.com. Get started right now. There's no promo code. Just go to policygenius.com. You better screenshot it and tweet it at me and prove to me that you went to policygenius.com. You better be doing the right thing. When it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. Policygenius.com. Dude, I'm not lying. I can, I'm, dude, I'm being honest with you, and I'm mm-hmm. not going to do it, even though I know it'd be funny to do it. Mm-hmm. I could eat that entire box of sweets. Could you eat every, could you eat every bite of that, the whole box in one sitting? Yeah. I could eat every bite of it. I don't know if right now, but like if, yeah, if you had me with no cameras and like just at my worst in a fucking dark corner, yeah. I could, yeah, 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 I could, yeah. I just want to, I just want to, yeah, I could do it. So, and what's going to happen is tomorrow, I guarantee you one of my kids is going to take that to school with them. That's what's gonna happen. That's fucking awesome. Hopefully, yeah. there's no peanuts. I, I know, I know. It's dude. It's literally, if you you can only have sunflower butter in my daughter's school. If you show up with like almond butter, mm-hmm. it's like you brought a gun to school. Mm-hmm. They call you like they'll call the police. Like yeah. it is you by accident. Um, um, Vinny gave Delilah instead of a sun butter, you can have sun butter yeah. sandwich instead of a sun butter sandwich. He gave her an almond butter sandwich. And Delilah said, Oh, I think my mom accidentally gave me almond butter. I'm like, who taught you to be a rat like that? Like, so what, you know, like stop doing that. But they make, you know what they do? Like, this is like so ridiculous. They made her eat her almond butter sandwich, removed her from the class. She had to eat the almond butter sandwich facing the wall. Because what the fuck? It, because because they were like, oh, you know, j- just as a precaution, f- so so none of the peanut, you know, we, we wanted to still feed her, but none of the peanuts, you know, just in case, um, you know, some of the kids has an allergy to peanuts. I was like, I, I talk about this on stage a lot, but it's like, why why is all this happening now with the peanut allergy, nut allergy stuff? Because it didn't happen when I was a kid. Genetically modified foods. You think that's what it is? Yeah, I don't think it's like weaker genetics or anything like that. I mean, granted, there are people that are reproducing that have no business <laughs> reproducing. Sure. But uh, there are, I, I think it's because of all the shit that we actually put in our food. Like, is this a problem in Europe? Do we know if France has a peanut allergy problem? I, yeah, I doubt it. No. I doubt they're, it. They're like... Eating fucking baguette, peanut butter, and jelly sandwiches. Dude, you, you, what you, where you went to school, you never met anybody with a peanut allergy, right? Did they have peanut allergy tables when you were a kid? No. No, right? No. You could just bring in whatever you brought in. No, I like, I went to elementary school in a largely black neighborhood, so kids had like fucking two liters of grape soda yeah. for, for lunch <laughs> and shit. It was like legitimately insane. It was, a, it was that like, like level of parenting, because where I grew up initially, not in Rockland, but right outside of West Point at uh, in Highland Falls, it was like, I don't know if it still is, but it was pretty, it was a little poor, you know? So a lot of the kids were either looking out for themselves or they had young parents or whoever that was just kind of like sending them to school with whatever the fuck they had around the house. Yeah. And it was like, it was kind of a sad state of things. Of course. I mean, yeah. What, what Peanut allergies, they say, is one of the most common food allergies, which affects over 17 million people in Europe. Oh, the wow. prevalence of peanut allergy in Europe has doubled between 2005 and 2015, and around two-thirds of schools in Europe currently have at least one child at risk of anaphylaxis. So huh. something is happening. So maybe because, I'm wrong, yeah. 
but here, Google this. Has that ever been said on the internet? <laughs> Maybe I'm no, wrong. But here it is. Here it is, Pimp. No, here's what I want you to Google because here, here's where the answer is going to be. Google, is there a peanut allergy problem in China? And then we'll know. If they don't have a peanut allergy problem, then they're the ones doing it. Do they even eat peanuts? It has been reported 0.67% in Singaporean children. Almost no cases of children in China and Thailand of peanut allergies. So what does that tell you, dude? I wonder if that's true. They made or it in a lab in Wuhan. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's like just just the daughters that they have to kill and they just shove, shove peanuts yeah. down their face and that's that's how they dude? How crazy is that? It is not a peanut allergy is not a problem in in the Asian community. That's wild, dude. I you know what. Not even Thailand, because Thailand, they cook at least with more peanut. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, Thai peanut. Like, they're Thai more of a sesame people, the Chinese. The, nice. To, yeah. That's funny. Is it racist if we call Chinese the sesame people? <laughs> <laughs> is that, is it? Okay, Ohio haunted house actor accidentally stabs 11-year-old boy in foot. What a dick. Every child's nightmare. He for... Ohio police say an 11-year-old boy was accidentally stabbed while visiting a haunted house in Berea, Ohio. Night of uh, September 18th in Cuyahoga County Fairgrounds. 22-year-old actor was outside the seven floors of hell attraction uh, <laughs> attempting to scare patrons as they entered the house. A man was allegedly wielding a knife he had brought from home. What an idiot. And began scraping the ground as the child approached with a friend. Moments later, the actor accidentally stabbed the boy's Croc-style shoe, causing his toe to bleed. So, honestly, you're wearing Crocs to a haunted house. I actually don't feel bad for you at all. You deserve to get your toe shish kebab off your piggies. Have, have you ever been to a haunted house? I feel like you'd lose your I shirt. did. I yeah. went to the haunted corn maze. I used to go to the haunted corn maze oh, all the yeah. time. And I went to a haunted house. Yeah, dude, we went there. Terrifying. Did we go there together? We might have went there together. There's so many things that you and I have done together that there's so many memories in my life that I have of you, like, we'll when we did beginning in comedy that I just, I don't know why they've blacked out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, on, on, on. You repressed your memories. Yeah. Like we should, <laughs> me and me and Mike used to do so much shit. Dude. It's just I, too painful to look yeah, back. Yeah, and then I just, I don't, yeah. And I'm just like trying to think like when you were coming over today, I was like, Oh, we've done a million things together. And it's like, I genuinely can't think of one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's how I am though too, is because like, I can't, I can't conjure memories, right. but I can be prompted. Like, okay. so you asking me about DMT, that like yeah. then starts flooding my memories and I start to remember it. But if like somebody was like, if anybody didn't ask me a specific question about what it, how it made me feel or yeah. anything like that, I'd just be like, yeah, I smoked it and it was cool, man. Yeah, like, like, like you, even us just talking, I remember one night we had a great night. We used to run, run a show on like in the in the Lower East Side somewhere. I forgot where it was, but we had so much fun. You and all your friends came and then we had went up, had like pretty decent sets. Mike and I, and we were like, you know, we were three, four years in comedy doing it every single night. And then Mike's sister went on stage who had never done a minute of stand-up and absolutely annihilated. And we were like, we quit. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I remember that That night. was at Home Sweet Home. Home Sweet Home. Is that still East there? Side. I think it must be, but they had like stuffed foxes on the yeah. bar. Like yeah. it's such a bizarre fucking place. And my buddy actually ended up like <laughs> asking us not to do the show there anymore, even though it was like a dead Tuesday and we brought 48 people there. Why did he want, not want to say? Because not everybody bought a drink. Yeah. And I, I was like, you have like six, you have six morons sitting at the bar that like, yeah, they're still ordering their drinks. Like you're not losing anything. Yeah. Guys. I remember, I re kind of remember that kid, like vaguely remember that kid. Yeah. I remember him stinking. Now what's mm. the strangest thing you've witnessed Chris do on the road? <laughs> on the road? In the early days. 
Uh, I, I remember. So Chris is like instant in his underwear. Like as soon as he <laughs> enters the hotel room, instantly in his underwear, which which takes you a little. It took me by surprise at first, what? but then you get used to it. But it is like underwear mixed with deep picking. Yes. Like deep, like shifting and picking. By the end of it, I had like a full 3D scope of what his <laughs> cock looked like behind a thin layer of cloth. <laughs> But the weirdest thing that we ever did was we didn't we had our own rooms, but I came to Chris's room and we slept in bed and watched Wedding Crashers on his phone. I remember that. I do remember that. You guys might be gay together. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. And I remember Mike literally, I'm not even saying this to be funny, literally every single hotel room we stayed in, he had diarrhea in, in every single room, room. he diarrhea at least once. Yeah. Like had, constant diarrhea. When I was drinking, I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't really go like a few days in a row with solid shits. So what was your average night of drinking when you were like that? Oh, he used to get, used in ter- to get fucking in terms trash, of, dude. Like you how remember? many drinks a night? Um, it would be like, let's say like three double vodka sodas or four double vodka sodas. Like you in that, drink a lot of beer though. But that was back back then. I drank oh. a lot of beer, but it, but like when I was drinking, drinking like when I had a fucking issue, and I realized that it was an issue, I would be like on the train into the city to do a podcast at like noon, hungover from the night before, having a flavored seltzer with two airplane bottles of vodka from the hood on the train on the train. Yeah. Wow, just to level out. Yeah, oh, yeah. See, that's yeah that that. But but you haven't had a sip of alcohol in how long now? It'll be three years in December. Wow. And wow. you think you'll ever go back? I don't know. I, don't I, mean, I, I just kind of like, I didn't, I, I stopped because of in solidarity with Nicole when she was pregnant. When she was pregnant. I, I knew you did that. And I, I did like, that. Oh, yeah. you know, like that's kind I did of that cool. for Delilah. I did not do that for, I was drunk as Violet was being born. <laughs> and Jasmine was furious. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, I was a little stoned at the beginning yeah. of the uh, delivery process for crew for sure. So, so yeah. So you still, yeah, you're still, still smoking weed, weed the yeah. Changa. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, now, yeah does yeah. Nicole drink or she also she has does, a drink? Yeah. So she, yeah. so you went to the solidarity thing and then you just still are like, she's still in your mind. She's still pregnant. Yeah. I just like, I just like being thinner and not, being hung out like the hangovers were what fucking destroyed me dude yeah, which you I, don't get with weed at all yeah and and the anxiety and depression that i was getting it because the endorphins that flood your system when you're boozed up and then they're completely gone the next day so you feel like not only are you feeling shitty because of what you did to your body but then the psychology behind it i'm like close to i, I was having legitimate like suicidal ideation like constant, I guarantee you're gonna like, get a text from domino's Right <laughs> it's gonna start sending you pizzas <laughs> the slices it's like yeah no i mean because yeah i remember not that you had a, a drinking pro, not at all but i remember it we used to great. drink a lot we used to drink a lot yeah but that's that's awesome that you could do that for three years and now yeah i dude i i really i want to stop i want to try to do that with sweets that's probably harder that, you think that, that's harder to i want to yeah. i want to quit sweets like somebody quits alcohol like yeah sob- have sobriety from sweets but you think that's harder because it's like it's it's basically like food heroin yeah you know what i mean like they they know what they're doing with the sugar shit it's got its hooks in you it's so like literally i'm being dead serious dude like if you like just to be funny like whatever like shit in the corner of this box <laughs> and like it was like debatable if it touched it like not on it but like yeah. if there was human shit in a box next to this, I'd still, like, I'd break off a piece that was close to the shit and just eat it. Like, I'd still eat the whole donut. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, like I used to be a big, like, take it out of the trash if it looked unharmed. We'll see guy. what happens because this episode comes out in, in two weeks. But what do you think of this Brian Laundry, Gabby Petito thing? What do you think 
it's going on. I mean, I think that that guy's parents are awesome. Like, I mean, everybody's like, I can't believe his parents didn't give it up. It's like, if Delilah came home wearing somebody's face, would you turn her into the cops? No. I, I would hire. Help. Dude, if my son shot up his entire school right. and then faced trial, I would be in the courtroom with like a WWE sign saying, go crew, we believe in you. <laughs> I, would have, I would have no problem. It's, it's us against society. I have no so connection to other sure, people. Though, you think absolutely his parents, he's alive yeah. right now and his parents got him to another country and he's yeah. in hiding. I mean, I don't know if they got him to another country, but they sure gave him a fucking head start. But you think he pr- potentially could be dead so no, no, right I don't think he's dead. You think he's alive? Yeah. Guaranteed alive. I mean, who knows? But I, I think if my my feeling is that he's alive in the woods doing his thing, like well, he seems like a survivalist. Well, right? no, but there like, was a yeah, guy. But there definitely. was a guy today that I was listening to who was, who was in the who was like wherever he was in Florida, like in the Everglades area, right. that said Bear Grylls, like a Bear Grylls level survivalist, could not survive more than ten days. There, he said, it's ninety no percent of it is underwater. He said, there's no fresh water and there's nothing to eat. He said, huh. and the alligators will kill you within a day. But wasn't did he also see seen th- in Canada? Did you guys see this lady? I don't know. Anyone could survive. This missing woman was found five months later. She did a whole winter in the woods in Utah, just by herself. Just by herself. Holy fully shit! Schizophrenic. Fully schizo. <laughs> So, so, like, while she was building a fire, her other her was hunting. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, I see. That's the thing, though. Like, if somebody... Because that's the thing. Like, right now, like, the only reason why... They're even looking for Brian Lawrence because he's in, you know, with this, you know, he's they, they want to question about Gabby Petito. But if yeah. you are 23 years old and just want to go missing, you can do that. Yeah. You're like legally yeah, yeah. allowed. You can do whatever the hell you want. I mean, isn't it kind of funny that they're like really sparing no expense on this fucking manhunt? Yeah. And it like perfectly plays into the bit Patrice had on Elephant in the Room where it's like they'll they'll just do whatever it takes to try to find a white woman or a white person and like if a black girl goes missing they stand at the foot of the beach and they're like eh, I don't see her. <laughs> they call off the search it's hilarious it's like this guy it is only true took it is one true. life it is true only it's took me, one life only, there you go there's your next album title yeah, I only took one life yeah no I know it's 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 interesting I don't know I don't because because, you know, there's also, like, they think, like, he could be, like, a serial killer um, because, like, they think there was, like, two people that died in, like, a Utah hippie oh, yeah, commune yeah, a yeah. week before. But the internet solved this. The internet is yeah. the one that found Gabby yeah. Petito's body. How crazy is that? I mean, you know what's crazy to think? You guys have probably crossed paths with a few serial killers on that Monster Energy tour. Yo, yeah, yeah. Do well, we, no, no. We've crossed paths with serial killers at open mics. Yo, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah. remember that one cop who, weirdly enough, like, this is why I don't talk to my uncle, but he, uh, like, two weeks before Nicole gave birth, he, like, sent me an interview that he did with this one cop that we used to do open mics with, uh, where the guy was, like, proving the Central Park Five's guilt. <laughs> and, and this cop used to go to O'Hanlon's. Get liquored the fuck up. Yes, I remember. What was Eric something? Eric something. Yeah, but he would scream racial slurs at the top of his lungs at the open mic, and then get blackout drunk. And then it found. We found out it's in the New York Post somewhere. You could find this story. This cop got boxed up at some bar. I think it was at an open mic. Went to the bathroom. Was throwing up. Felt his gun digging into his hip. 
put his gun on like the thing top of the toilet, threw up, went back to the bar, slammed a few more drinks, realized he forgot his gun in the bathroom, went back and it was gone. Yeah. Gone. Somebody stole his service weapon. Yeah. Yep. I remember that guy. I forgot his last name, but that guy mm. has to be dead. There's no way that that guy's alive. You know that guy? He was on my uncle's podcast. Recently? Two years ago, right before my son was born. Right before. What does he look like? The same? Same. Yeah. My God. My uncle's podcast. Yeah, dude. Dude, dude, I'm telling you, dude. So I was watching TV once. I saw Mike's dad in like a (laughs) diabetes commercial. I was like, what is happening? It's old Tinder. Oh, what? Oh, is that it's, what it it's is? It's old Tinder. Yeah, my dad is like the face. Can you of, Google that commercial? Of, what? 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 What's the company? I forget. Uh, just look up like old Tinder or something like that. Yeah. We yeah. Can, what, what? What? Um, older version. What's your dad's name? Old person Tinder. Um, whatever. Yeah, it's all Nick Cannon. Whatever it is, but it's like it's old person Tinder, and people r- routinely send me the commercial because it's like plays off the hook, which sucks for him because I'm sure it was a buyout. But uh, he. Uh, He's like, yeah, he's fucking, you know, when you when you're old and got a soft putty dick, you you gotta try to find somebody. Yeah, and, you know, that's it. Swipe. Did he audition? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad used to be. So this is like, I've said, I think I've said this to you, but this is how like I how toxic Irish my family is. Is that since I became a comedian and since I started doing even okay, two of my uncles did stand up comedy, and my dad went back to acting. Yeah. So it, and that's not like. And oh, this kid inspired us. It's if this fucking homo can do it, I can do it. So we're going to do it. And my uncle Jimmy, who is legitimately maybe organically the funniest human being I've ever met. He's like six foot five, 450 pounds. He has a high and low voice at the same time. It like harmonizes with itself. He did comedy (laughs) twice, crushed and was like, I beat the game. (laughs) I don't have to do it anymore. Quit. And then my uncle, other uncle who still does it is maybe organically the least funny person I've ever met. And uh, he's just liberally dropping my name at every open mic and bar show that uh, New York City. Have you ever thought about going on tour with all of them? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Instead of the Von Trapps or the Von Cannon family assholes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the not Nick Cannons. Yeah, yeah, the unsuccessful Cannons. Yeah, the actually funny Cannons. Dude, I know it's so funny. What is this? Olivia Wilde and Jason? Oh, but that's old. Olivia no, Wilde. No, this, this oh, year. Will Smith on open relationship with Jada Pinkett. Marriage can't be a prison. Mm. Well, so I guess they they're they're now finally coming out with it. What they're saying that their relationship is is Will Smith is gay, right? That's the rumor. Is he gay? He's definitely creepy. I don't know. Well, that's, got, the, yeah. that's the rumor. And like, apparently he was super into Scientology, which has been known to try to convert. So maybe. So uh, when you're, that's the thing. Scientology, they make you be gay. I know they that. make you not gay. Cause, cause Travolta was gay and still apparently is, but yeah. like outwardly they make your, they, they make you, you present closet. as not gay. Yeah. Oh, so I, I can't do Scientology the then. About them. I want to know the truth about them. Yeah. They might be aliens. They might be the blue lady. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Poor Kelly Preston. R.I.P. It's so interesting. Best side tit in movie history, Jerry Maguire. <laughs> oh, yeah. When she's fucking uh, Tom Cruise against like a bookshelf. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Google Kelly Preston side tit so I can get a Scientology boner. Scientology actually probably got her that part. 100%. Because Tom Cruise was Dude, the, when you realize the, the nepotism now, yeah, like now yeah. it's like, yeah, dude, like Cameron Diaz, they all were- yeah. They all were, um, uh, look at Tom Cruise's body, too. It was incredible. I mean, unbelievable. Isn't he what? like five, six? Yeah, he's like Yeah, five, but he's four. one of those guys. I mean, it'd be like banging a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. There are some guys where it's not gay because it's just such 
a, like it's it's like an optimal yeah, like if, body. If I told you, hey man, yeah, like, that one, look at that when she's on oh, top of beautiful. them, like back to the fucking bookshelf. Yeah, What's like, better I, than that. Like if I told you, like hey man, like I like like I had the opportunity and I took it and I made out with Leonardo DiCaprio, you'd be like awesome. Like yeah. you wouldn't, I wouldn't be gay for that. No, it's like what else? What are you gonna do? Not do it? Yeah, I would. I would. I mean, there's there's a litany of men that I would sleep with and not consider it homosexual. Yeah. I would if I met Eli Manning, I would suck his dick just as a thank you for two of the greatest nights of my life. Seriously, yeah. I would too. Yeah, and he would just moan like this, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> make, make half deaf, half retarded noises. <laughs> yeah, dude, do you know, Joe Coy and Chelsea Handler are dating. Interesting. Yeah. I get called uh, White Joe Coy because Why? of my, I guess, an over enunciation. Dude, pull up the picture. Pull up the picture of Mike Cannon and Osama bin Laden when he oh, did yeah. the side by side. It was just, dude. Mike Cannon looks like Osama bin Laden. I really, it's it's kind of crazy. Yeah, like uh, where, where is I think it? it was that actually first uh, first result. Yeah, yeah right there. Could it be? Look at this. Look at that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, look at that. Dude. Yes. Now, did somebody on the internet say, hey, you look like Bin Laden? Or no, I saw it and I was like, I look like Bin Laden. <laughs> you were like, am I Osama Bin Laden? Dude, dude did, could you imagine yeah. like you are Bin Laden? If somebody MKUltraed me. You really did, dude, you did DMT like was, in 99. Was and you're, you're Bin Laden. I was a Manchurian candidate. <laughs> oh and I orchestrated the fucking... <laughs> You're responsible for 9-11. Yes. Go see him on tour. Dude, if I had his, if I had his height, though, I would have gone D1 basketball. 100%. That's Dude, the only I problem. Can't, I've never seen anybody look more like Osama bin Laden. Isn't that crazy? Do you see it, Pimp, or are oh, we being I crazy? See it. I see it. I bet they even have the same families. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bin Laden hates his dad. Yeah. Unbelievable. Wow. So fucking un speaking of bombs, where can people see you? <laughs> what date is this coming out? Uh, uh this is gonna come out uh what, next, what's tomorrow? Not this Tuesday, next, next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. So oh, October okay. like second or third. Perfect. So, I'm actually yeah. starting a run then. I'm doing uh Columbus, Ohio, October eighth through the eleventh. I'm doing Columbus, Ohio, the ninth, I'm doing McHenry, Illinois, and then the tenth and the the eleventh I'll be at Chicago Zanies. So doing Sick. a mini tour. I think the Columbus thing is close to sold out. McHenry might be close, but uh Zanies, Chicago. If you guys Chicago listeners, dude, pack that shit out because Zane, uh, let me I tell love you something. Club. Go see Mike at Zanies in Chicago. Chicago. Zany Chicago is, in my opinion, you know, for the road, one of the best comedy clubs. I might actually say the best comedy club in the country. It's really great. Zany Chicago. Are you doing um downtown? Downtown, yeah, Old yeah. City? Yeah, yeah. Dude, go to yeah. Old City. Go see Mike at Zany Chicago. Send me pictures of you in the crowd with Mike and say, I'm watching Osama do stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Yes. And tweet it at me at Christy Comedy. And if you guys go do that, we'll pick the best one and we'll retweet it and we'll live stream you on the podcast and we'll talk to you about Building 7. Hashtag Osama Bin Cannon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Osama Bin Cannon. All right, guys. Thanks so much. As always, you can go to patreon.com slash Christy Comedy that we get butt naked over there. We're behind the paywall. It pays my taxes, pays for all my house shit. Um, I need you guys there. We have the, the best content in the world is at patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. ChristyComedy.com for all my tickets. We just, the big news is now, November 21st, we've added a show at the Wilbur Theater. Good for 5 p.m. in Boston, Massachusetts. We got a second show on sale, ChristyComedy.com. And then we got October 23rd. We got Foxwoods. We got Zanies in Nashville, October 15th, 17th. We've added a Thursday show and a Saturday early show. Go get tickets for that. And then go check the website, whatever else you want to do. Go to ChristyComedy.com. 
And uh, yeah, man, me and Mike, I so thank you so much for coming out. Do you I love you, and I, I do want to give you a heartfelt congratulations on all the tickets and all the success and stuff like that. I'm thank fucking you so fired much, up man. to see it, dude. It's I, literally I really one of those things, and I said it on the last podcast, and it's like earnestly, and like you can take it for you, for whatever. Like I pass it along. Like I kind of just had an epiphany. I woke up and I said, vote red or I'm dead. And, <laughs> <laughs> and once I started going Republican, yeah. the world opened up for me. I so know. you should do it too. Get out there. Vote your local Democratic senators yeah. right out of the fucking office. Because they pay for comedy tickets. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>